Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Are you happy to be here today? I'm also excited to be here. Can you hear me at the back? Are you sure? All right. Did you enjoy Ida's song? Did you understand the song she was singing? Not really. How many didn't fully understand it? You see, when you have a father, you often don't know what the father is. A biological father or a spiritual father. I'll let her sing it again. Whether it's a biological father or a spiritual father. And many times, what your father is doing for you, you don't even know how much he cares for you. Most fathers, of course, some fathers don't love their children, but most fathers do. At least when you are small. You are carried. You may, you may not remember. But as time goes on, you become rebellious. Most of us become rebellious towards our biological and spiritual fathers. And so this is a song of a, of a daughter singing to her, her, her daddy. Yeah. So we'll do it again. Amen. We'll understand it better. Songs are a type of preaching, you know. Like when the greater love singers were singing, they were singing, they were talking to us. Amen. Can you hear me at the back? Are you sure you can hear me at the back? Glory be to God. You guys are doing a great job. Well, tonight I'm going to be very brief, but what I'm going to share is important. And I'm going to be sharing with you about prayer. How to pray in the spirit. How to pray in the spirit. I'm not talking about how to pray. I'm sharing about how to pray in the spirit. Okay? So, you may not know what it means. Okay? But you will know after today, that phrase is used in the Bible a number of times. And I want us to start with Ephesians. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Everybody say, I'm being strong. 
be a strong Christian. Isn't it? There are some people who are members of the NPP and they are strong members. And there are others who are members of the NDC and they are strong members. And there are others who are members of the PPP and they are strong members. There are members, there are people who are members of the Quehu Boys Association. They are strong members. And there are others who are strong members of the Maoli Secondary School Old Boys Association. And they are strong members. There are those who are members of the Old Achimotan Association, OAA. Like me, I'm a member of the Old Achimotan Association. But I'm a weak member. I'm a weak member of the OAA. Because I, I don't have time for something like that. I, I don't have time because to be a strong member of the OAA. Can you, can you bring, bring my thing up here? Can you see me better? Should I stand here? I am a weak member. I'm not strong. Because if I was to be strong, I have to visit the school at Chimota, find out their problems, see the headmaster, go for meetings, send my donations. I mean, the minimum I can do is to send a donation. But I, I, I don't have time to attend that. I am strong in the Lord. Amen. I'm not a member of NDC or NPP. So I can't even be strong or weak in that. I'm, just, I'm a member of Ghana. Amen. That's what I'm strong in. So it depends on what you want to be strong in. But I want to be strong in the Lord. To be a strong Christian. Okay? I find it more useful. That's my passion. And I want, I want to encourage all of you to be strong in the Lord. Yes, you may have gone to Empansipem uh, school and you are a member of MOBA but I tell you you must be a strong Christian rather than a strong MOBA member, what is MOBA, what is MOBA what is Infancipem school, it is not a, it's not an important school amen it's not an starting. listen it's not, it's not it's nothing when I went to, I went, went to Cape Coast and I went to Infancy Pim School and I was surprised. I said, oh, is this the school that you are talking about? What a shock. So, if you want to be strong, choose the right thing to be strong in. You get it? Not MOBA. If anything, Achimota, but not MOBA. Anyway, let's be Okay. Put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of the world, and against spiritual wickedness in high 
places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand. Verse 14, stand therefore, amen? Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Amen. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. This is one very loaded passage of scripture. But, but verse 18 is the last part of the armor of God is found in verse 18. We have gone through the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of the gospel, all right, the sword of the spirit. And in verse 18, we are coming to the last part. Everybody say the last part. Of the armor, all right, of God, the armor of God. And that is found in verse 18. Praying always with all prayer or all types of prayer and supplication in the spirit. Praying always in the spirit. So God is telling us here, we should, part of our armor or protection is to pray always with all types of prayer and supplication in the spirit. Everybody say, in the spirit. Watching thereunto with all perseverance, okay, and supplication for all saints. Amen. And for me, and he goes on, and he's finished talking about the armor. So, right here, the Bible is telling us that God wants us to pray, but not just prayer, praying in the spirit. So, what on earth is it meaning, does it mean to pray in the spirit? I thought prayer was prayer. But now he's saying pray in the spirit. How many want to know what it means to pray in the spirit? Wow. Now, turn with me to Jude. Jude. Have you found Jude? Chapter 1. But ye, verse 20, ye beloved, building up yourselves on your Jude. Now you're looking for Jude. It is in the Bible. Don't think that it's not in the Bible because you haven't found it. It is there. It is there. It is there. Find it. You, you keep searching. You find it somewhere at the end. Just before the book of Revelations. Alright? Pray. Now, notice it says, But you, beloved, building up yourselves. Everybody say, I'm building up myself. I'm building up myself. I'm building up myself. On my holy faith. Amen. You see, you can build up yourself 
in your NDC membership or in your NPP membership. It's a career. It's a line. A lifetime direction. You can take that line and build up yourself on your membership of the NPP or the NDC. Okay? It's something you can choose to do or to be. Alright? You, you can choose a career. Right? So many people join parties and then they build up themselves in that career. And they play their cards well and so on so that they can be appointed, receive positions and do the politics that they want to do. For instance, in the NPP, some people joined the NPP and some people backed Alan Cheremantin and some were backing uh, Akufuado. So we have two camps. So if you back the one that didn't win, it can affect you. So you see that your building up went downwards because he didn't win. And then if you back NPP and NDC won, then you still keep you still keep going down. And then if they go to court and then it turns backwards and you are on the other side, then it turns the other way. I mean, it's a career. Some people have decided that that is what they want to be strong in. But I have decided that I want to be strong on my holy faith. The faith that I have in God is what I would like to build myself up on rather than a career in this area. I could have also decided to build up myself in my medical career. So after finishing my first degree, I could have continued. I would have done this, specialized in this, specialized in that, special, build a hospital, become this, do that, work here, work there, work there, get degree, do things no one has done before, experiment, research. I'll be building up myself on my most dignified medical career. It's a choice. Now our Bible says, building up yourself on your most holy faith. Doing what? Praying by doing what? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Or in, Holy Ghost is the same as the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. So you can pray in the Spirit. Again, I'm just mentioning these ones so that you will know that these are terms in the Bible. Praying in the Spirit. Amen. So what does it mean to pray in the Spirit? Okay? Because we need to know clearly. Somebody, somebody said, when I'm praying in the Spirit, when I, when I pray to a point, I'm then I'm in the Spirit. Nonsense. It doesn't mean that you are in the Spirit. Alright? Whispering, whispering doesn't mean you are in the Spirit. Sighing doesn't mean you are in the Spirit. Having goosebumps doesn't mean you are in the Spirit. None of these things mean that you are in the spirit. Alright? Feeling good doesn't mean you are in the spirit. So what does it mean to pray in the spirit? You can't just choose a feeling and say that is in the spirit. One of your several feelings. What about if the feeling doesn't come? And sometimes, sometimes, feelings never come. Good feelings. Those of you who are following feelings to follow a, a man or following feelings to follow a woman 
I can, I can tell you for sure that all those feelings will evaporate and you will be left with reality. And if you follow the wrong feelings, you are done for. Do you understand that term? You are done for. D-O-N-E, done for. F-O-R, you are done for. Okay, Charlie, I mean, <laughs> not down for. Not D-O-W-N-F-A-L-L. Not down for. But some people are saying you are down for. No. You are done for. It's like down for, but you are down for. Okay? So I want to encourage you today to decide to be a person who knows what it means to pray in the spirit. And just do it. So turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 1. It says, Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue he that speaketh in an unknown tongue. That's what I was just doing. Speaketh not unto men. Because I wasn't talking to you, that's why you couldn't understand what I was saying. Notice, this is the, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. How be it, which is another word for however, which is another word for but, in the spirit, in the spirit, that is the phrase we are looking for, in the spirit, in the spirit, he speaketh he speaketh. He speaketh. In the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. But whatever it is, in the spirit, he is speaking. Are you with me? So even though nobody understands him, in that realm, you see, there is a realm called in the spirit. He is speaking. So it is when you are praying in tongues, at a point, when you are praying in tongues, that you are speaking in the spirit. Do you understand it? From English, from English language that we are reading. Or you don't get it? Do you get it? How many don't get it? If you don't get it, I'll say it again. So when you speak in tongues, immediately, you are operating in a certain realm. Now that realm is very important that you learn how to operate in that realm because there are a lot of things in that realm. There was a certain lecturer who, would, if he was in Ghana, he would have been a lecturer in tech because he was a lecturer in art. And he was, um, he used to have ulcer 
And then one day, his stomach burst open. And when the stomach burst, he was in an emergency, and it was a weekend. But he didn't know that where he was, the doctors don't come till, um, they don't come at the weekends. And what he had, you needed to have an operation to save you because the stomach is burst open. So it means that all the acid in your stomach is coming out into the intestines and it's going to dissolve your intestines. Very dangerous. But the doctor didn't come. So he lay in the hospital. He's an intellectual. He did not believe in God. As he lay there dying, not knowing that, not being aware that that the doctors were not going to come. At a point, he, he died. And when he died, he came out of his body. And as soon as he came out of his body, he was standing in the ward. To his amazement, he believed that there is nothing like God. And there's, when you die, you are dead like meat. So when he came out of his body, his wife was there because he had said bye-bye to his wife. He told his wife that he was dying. And no doctor was coming. So he said goodbye to his wife. And he told her that he loved her. And then that was it. The next morning he was out of his body. And he was standing there. There was a certain patient also lying. There were two people in that emergency ward. He was lying there. And there his wife was bending over. So when he got up, you see, later on, this man was being asked, what is it like to die? And he explained that to die, when you die, you become more alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I was in Kumasi, I was preaching, and I was preaching about the fact that all dead people are alive. All dead people are alive. Like Professor Mills, he's totally alive. He's more alive than when he was in Ghana. Alive. So the guy said that when you die, you become more alive. Everything becomes heightened, brighter. The colors are brighter. You see things clearer. And you feel. So he said he could feel, he felt the floor of the, and he was not wearing shoes. He could feel the floor of the wall. So, and, he, and he said, I explained later on, later on in life, he said that when people die, they are confused for a long time because they can't accept that they are dead. The reason is that they feel more and they see more and they are more alive than even when they were alive. But they can, when they talk to people, people can't hear them. Yeah. And that they cannot accept that they are dead. That they are down for. It's over. As he stood there, he tried to call his wife. His wife couldn't hear him. She just kept bending over. So he went to the bed. When he got to the bed, he saw there was somebody in the bed. Because he thought, he thought that he had come out of the bed. So when he got to the bed, he was surprised to see somebody who is him, himself, exactly like him, lying there. And he said, ah, was the hospital able to make a dummy of him and put it in the bed? He was thinking, a dummy. That is when he began to realize that, 
marries me. Was calling his wife. His wife could not listen. And the other patient that could not also speak, could not hear him. Then he heard some voices calling, come. 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 You see, that's why I said to you, you must be born again. It's very dangerous to live alive without being born again. Because when you come out of your body, you either go down or you go up. So he heard some voices calling, come. And then he felt, and the voices were saying, we will help you, come, come. But it wasn't true. And he felt himself being drawn. And he drew out towards a door. And then he went out of the door and he, and he became gray. Light gray. Then he became darker gray. And he was going. And he was being drawn. Drawn and he became darker. And darker. Until he got to this place. Where suddenly he was surrounded by creatures. The most terrible creatures. And they started to torment him. And they had long fingernails and long teeth. And they started to bite him and remove his body piece by piece. This is a lecturer. He was an atheist. He said that the experience that he had, he cannot write it. And that it is so terrible that he removed that thought from his head. Because he cannot sustain the thoughts of what happened to him when he died. It's too terrible. Are you listening? Now, as he was lying there, he heard a voice inside said, pray to God. He said, but there's no God. And the voice said, pray to God. As soon as he met, as soon as he he thought, let me pray. He thought, what should he say? He remembered some things from Sunday school. You see, and he, he remembered the song. Jesus, he didn't know the words. He knew only the first three words. Jesus loves me. And he didn't know what the rest was. So he sang, da, da, da. So he said, Jesus loves me, da, da, da. That's why children's church is very important. Children's church is very important. Because he, he could only remember, Jesus loves me, da, da, da. This is an atheist. Jesus loved me, Dada. He didn't know what to pray. But as soon as he started praying, do you know what happened? The creatures started shouting. And they said, Shut up, there's no God. But they didn't like the prayer. They didn't want him to pray at all. That was what they didn't want at all for him to pray. You see, I'm explaining to you that there is a realm called the spirit realm. And in that realm, there are things and there are people. There are creatures. They are very alive. More alive than you can imagine here. Yeah. Yeah. So when he started praying, 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 Psalm 20, he could remember a couple of lives from Psalm 23 and God bless America, the American National Anthem. And he mixed them up. And as he was there, You know, God had mercy on him. And in the end, he was drawn back. The next thing that he saw was that he opened his eyes 
and he saw, he saw lights on him. And he saw nurses and uh, doctors. And they were scrubbing him and shaving him. They were about to operate. When they are going to operate, that type of thing, they operate from here. They cut from here, down here. And they open the whole thing. They open all of here. It's not a small thing. They just cut open big wide. Because they don't know what is, what is there. Listen to me. This is what the devil doesn't want you to do. Is to get into his realm. And operate there. That's why I gave you a timetable. Monday is Sabbath. Tuesday is operations. Wednesday is branch services. Thursday is soul to soul. Door to door, person to person, man to man, sinner to sinner, prostitute to prostitute, door to door, person to person, and heart to heart evangelism. And Friday is tongues night. Tongues. That is why I'm sharing with you what you want. I want you to understand it. Don't joke with this. Now listen. When he came alive back, they operated on him and he, from Monday to Sunday, by Monday, a voice said to him, leave here on Monday. Yeah, a voice, a voice, you see, God had, I don't know, God had just blessed him to have, to hear and to see. So a voice said, leave here on Monday. He didn't know why. So he told his wife, we are leaving on Monday. And they were not going to discharge him. He would have died there. But he was well enough to sit on the plane and go back to America where he came from. Yeah. When he got to America, he was so ill, they readmitted him immediately. And as they were so many complications started happening to him. His lungs collapsed. He was dying. And then he began to swing again between life and death. As he was lying on the bed, suddenly a man came into the room. A different man. The man was wearing white canvas shoes with smart trousers and he spoke to him in an American accent. He was an American. Spoke. And he asked him, how are you? You'll be okay. He said, even if you don't, even if, if even when you don't see me, I'll be around and I'll ensure that you get well. Yeah. So he went out. When he went out, the man was lying down on the wall. Said, ah. When this man came in, a brightness that the room became brighter. So he was wondering, who is this doctor? So he just pressed the bell. Nurse. What's the name of the doctor who came? The, the nurse said, No doctor has come here. There's no doctor. No one has come here for the last whatever. Nobody. There's nothing like that. <laughs> there was a different man had come into the world. I'm, I'm explaining to you the realm in which you're operating. Now, one, one more thing I want you to see. That when this man was in this six-week period, Lying in the hospital, 
He said that different people would come to the place to see him. Sometimes medical people, visitors. Each person, when the person came, he could see there were shadows of beings around everybody. So when this one comes, see that some of the beings and the things were evil and some were good, depending on the person. Yeah. Spirits. Shadows. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, I want to explain to you that there is a realm. A realm. That is the spirit realm. One day, I was lying in my bed and I turned to the right and there was a monkey sitting there in my room inside the house, upstairs. There's no forest near my house. There's no forest near my house. A monkey. Yes. And suddenly, I jumped. And I looked again and it was not there. That is what is called in the Bible the discerning of spirits. It's a manifestation of the spirit. If the Holy Spirit comes on you, if the spirit of God were to come on you right now and you were, you were to see, your eyes were to be open, you would see so many things. So many things. Because there is a realm. That realm is operating. And that realm is bringing things to you physically. So you need to get into that realm yourself and start to deal with things that are moving around. That are moving around around you. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? I said, you need to, you don't need to sit there defenseless. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I said, you don't need to sit there defenseless. You don't need to sit there like a sitting duck for things to be happening, being arranged all around. Because that guy said, I will make sure that you, you get well. And he, to, and he told him that, even when you don't see me, even when I don't come out, I'll, I'll be sorting you out. Sixthly, he was supposed to die. He didn't die. Yeah. So, there is a place, there are things, there are things out there. But you may not see them. But they are real. Yeah. There are angels. Many, many people have seen things around me. Not, I, I, I personally haven't seen them. I've seen some things, but I haven't. One time I was coming to church, and there was somebody whose eyes were open, and had seen in the spirit before when I was coming that an angel was with me. But then she spoke to me after. She said, a different angel, different from the one I had seen, was now with you. The older, the older was gone. This was bigger. More glorious. These are all beings and powers. So this realm is very real. And that is the realm in which you must operate. Rather than sitting down there like a sitting duck. You know what a sitting duck? Write it down. Sitting, I'm not a sitting duck. One day I was in South Africa preaching in a tent. When I finished preaching, a lady, an elderly white lady, called me. She said with her finger, come. When an elderly lady calls you, you must go. She said, can I talk to you? I said, yes, you can. She said, sit down. I sat down. She asked me, she said, do you know 
that when you are preaching, do you know that when you were preaching, Jesus was on the stage, walking up and down behind you? I said, me? She said, yes. I know that she, she must, I'm sure, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if she's dead by now. She was an old, old lady, old white lady. Never seen her before. Never seen her again. And she said to me, it's very rare. She told me, I see visions of real people. You see as if the person is physically there. Yeah, she said to me, it's very rare. So I want to explain to you that there is a realm with things that are happening. Now the Bible says, pray always in the spirit. That is the place I need you to get into. And pray 90% of your prayers there. Because that's where things are decided. Now, if we came into this place here, and I'm going to start from the easiest. I'm going to start from the easiest. Anytime you go to a new country, you have to catch all the animals, the wild animals, otherwise the wild animals will eat you. So if you go out there, you see, one of the first things human beings have done is that we have removed all animals that harm us. The only one animal that has been able to stay is the success, the most successful wild animal is a snake. They are the last survivors of human activity. But our human activity, you will be surprised to know that there the, 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 the were maybe lions in Legon before. Leopards. Tigers. Elephants. But once the human being comes there, you are down for. All animals are going to go. So in the spirit, when you start operating, you are going to start clearing all animals that are operational. Yeah. And so I want us to start with the smallest. We are going to do two animals today. Yeah. We are going to deal with two animals today. Two small ones. Before we get to the bigger ones. Hmm. Turn to Revelations, chapter number 16. I want us to deal today with spiritual amphibians. <laughs> hey, Shabalababandalaba. You see? Hmm, okay, you let's read. Verse 12. And the sixth angel, my time is up, right? My time is up. The sixth angel poured out his vial upon the river Euphrates. And the water was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon. Do you know what is a dragon? Do you know a dragon? <laughs> Coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophets. For they are the spirits of devils 
working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. How, listen, how can you know that there are spirits that are like frogs sitting over here without a vision? You can never know. But at least in the Bible, we are told of the things, some of the things that exist. So, these spirits, which are like frogs, when you, when, you, when you have a vision of it, you will see frogs. And he saw when the man spoke, those powerful speeches, like Hitler. How there are people who can really speak and move the masses. Many of those people, there are spirits coming out of their mouth. And in fact, Jesus said something. He said that, don't worry about it. When you get there, you speak. It is not you that speak, but my father is speaking. So there are people, when they are speaking, it's not them. Sometimes a girl will look at you and say, I love you. Or I like you. Or she will even blow. Hey. Not knowing that a frog has been released to come into your life. Yeah. A frog. A frog. A spiritual frog. He said, I saw the frogs coming out of the man's mouth. Yeah. And that's what's working on you. So if your eyes were open, you would see some of those animals moving around, maybe in your room. The frogs would be jumping around there. And you are also feeling free. You're happy. I was watching a film on how cobras are able to eat human beings. Cobras and so on. You see, they are attracted to the warmth. So I watched a film. I saw a man. He was lying up in his bed. And he was fast as... And then the cobra came in. Big, long black one. He came through the window. And it was just moving. The man was asleep. And he came lie by him. And it was just real, real, real life. He just came to lie by him. And he was just... And he just turned around. Hey! When he turned and the cobra fell to danger. That is it. So maybe you are lying in your house. You are feeling free. You are feeling good. Not knowing that some frogs are jumping all around. Now notice what these frogs are going to do. Notice the next verse. It says that which are the spirits of devils sent forth to gather the people together to battle. Gentlemen, why don't you take your seats? There's so many people at the door. You can sit down. Thank you. Give them chairs, please. Ebo, please help. Hallelujah. These are the spirits of devils working. Wow. To do what? To gather the people to battle, to fight. So many of us having quarrels. A spirit has been sent to gather, to put you and you together to battle, to fight. And you can't, you don't even know. So husband and wife, a spirit, maybe a frog has jumped 
has jumped into your window. And it's, as you are lying down, it's right there. So when you are going to pray, I want to ask you, how will you ever know what to pray about? That is why God gave us, he said, I will send you a helper. And the 90% help of the Holy Spirit is in prayer. You will never know how to pray or what to pray. Show me somebody who prays in the Spirit. That means his prayers immediately enter the Spirit realm and start fighting the things that are there, real things that are biblical. I'm not talking about somebody's vision. I'm talking about things that are in the Bible. The Bible is telling us clearly these are things that are there. And he says, gather them to fight. Gather them. Husband, wife, friend and friend, pastor and congregation, Christian brother and Christian sister, Christian brother and Christian brother, church member and church pastor, and everything. So gather them, let them fight. This church and that church, they should fight. This church and that, that pastor and this pastor, they should fight. They are spirit, they are frogs. Frogs. So I saw three frogs coming out. Of the mouth of the dragon. Hey. Now you see that your relationship cannot last. There's conflict. And there's conflict everywhere. Between NDC and NPP. As though it is not the same Ghana we are trying to heal. Conflict within NDC. Within NPP. Within the church, within the same church, within the same house, that's what drives families apart. Spirits enter the house, that's it. And because we are not prayerful, we don't even know what is happening to us. We are just there. We are like the man who is lying down with the cobra that is just moving. You are just about to turn your, head, your leg like this. You are done for. So, a person who does not pray in the spirit, you see that some of these animals are loose. They are just free range. They are just having a good time. But you see, even in the natural, when you come here, what do you do? You clear, and if there's a lion killed, I was once in Kenya, and then they said there were two lions had come out of the park, because there's a park by Nairobi, by the capital city. There's a place, and then here is the park. And two lions had come out. So as we were driving, we stopped at the checkpoint and said, are the, are the lions because no, they are around. What will you do? So a woman called the, a woman called the police that there are, the two, there are two lions in her garden. Real, real lions. Not, not as I was there when I was, I was there. They called them and they, they, well, they killed them. The first thing is to kill these animals. So, if you, if you, if you, if you sit quietly, you don't open your mouth, when you open your mouth, you don't know what you are saying. But when you open your mouth, you see, you are, fi- you are, you are in the spirit, you are there, you are there, you are where the frogs are, and you start to fight with them there. You see, you may make fun of it, but if you are not spiritual, you will suffer the consequences and you have yourself to blame. Yeah. For not being able to pray. I can pray in tongues for 12 hours. Yeah. I can, I can stay in one, in one place for hours. Three hours. I can't. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't understand what I'm saying. But in the spirit, where there are frogs, I didn't. There are frogs that are operating. 
spiritual frogs, all animals, there are spiritual versions in the Bible. That conflict that destroys us and destroys our lives. Yeah, we need to pray and deal with them. And so, I, I, see, I can't tell. When, when I hear you pray, I don't know what you are saying. And you also don't know what you are saying. The Bible says nobody understands it. However, 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 in a very important realm, a very important realm where there are frogs, there are horses, there are different animals, there are snakes, serpents, dragons, different animals which exist, which are free range, moving around freely. That is the realm in which you are speaking and praying and talking. Yeah. And that's why I want, I want to see you walking on campus and people ask, is he mad? I said, no, I'm in the spirit. I'm, I'm in the spirit. In the spirit, I'm doing something. I'm, I'm dealing with something in the spirit out there. I, I can't see why you should be walking around without something flowing out of your, out of your. Do you want to go to mammals or to birds? Birds. Okay, birds. Revelation chapter 18. Airborne. We are going to the air now. Free range birds are moving around. And we are also happy in the house. Verse 1. Any, any animal, you, you mention the animal, we will go there. You see that it's there doing, it is there and it's doing something as you are quiet. I said, I'm depressed, so I'm quiet. Your mouth is closed. Why is your mouth closed? Why is your mouth closed? Why is your mouth closed? All of you who don't speak in tongues, we are going to pray for you to receive the Holy Spirit to speak in tongues. After these things, I saw another angel coming down. Have you found revelations? Look, anything I tell you, if it's not in the Bible, just throw it away. Don't receive it. No, there are people who come and tell you vision, they saw vision. Nice, it's nice to have this. If it's not in the Bible, just reject it. Just cancel and say, Mr. Bishop, man, I'm sorry, it's not in the Bible. I can't, I don't know how to swallow this. It's just not in the Bible. But I want to deal with frogs. Spiritual frogs. In the spirits. I'm doing something. And I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen. Is fallen. And it's become the habitation of of devils and the hold or the cage of every foul foul what? spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bad here are the beds why? why, why are there so many beds in Babylon? Let's see, those of you who did zoology, whether birds come because birds come to a place because of what is written in the Bible. We all know why birds come. 
My mother gave me, my mother gave me something to put in my house. She said it will make beds come to your house. Yeah, and I put it in my house. My house became like a, 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 you come there in the morning, there's a choir. Yeah. Then, oh, beds. I have, I have a bed that wakes at 20 to 5 in the morning. That's when it starts singing. I have different beds. All of them, they are, they are ho- their home is my house. Because my mother gave me something to put in my house. So when you put this in your house, all the beds will come here. Yeah, and it's true. It brings beds. I didn't know that. I will not tell you what it is. When you build a house, come and see me. I'll tell you. (laughs) He that hath. Now, why have the beds come? Verse 3. Four. Four means because. Because all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of theirs are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies Shabaya. now when you pray in the spirit you start to deal with more animals this one now we are going further this is spiritual zoology There are beds that are closely linked with fornication. Yeah. Do we have fornication in this school? They are flying around. And maybe one has flown to sit on your shoulder. And it's whispering. Trying to get into you this by the weekend. And you are quiet. You won't start opening your mouth and say, You won't open your mouth. You are quiet. You are quiet. That is why Paul said it is an armor. Protects you. It's the last piece of the armor. Pray always with all prayer in the spirit. In the realm of the spirit. You are operating there. That's the operational center. It, you see, in the natural, it's nonsense. When I was in medical school, one of our lecturers said that they should put an EEG on our head, on my brain, or on anyone who is speaking in tongues. Do you know EEG? Like ECG is for the heart. EEG is for the brain. So when somebody has epilepsy and those kind of things, they put it in the, on the brain to check the waves. And then when you get abnormal waves, then they, they, they can diagnose something. So they said that they should put EEG on our heads. Electroencephalography. And through that, they would detect abnormalities when we are speaking in tongues. That's what the lecturer said. It's a pity. But I agree with you that it doesn't make sense. But in the spirit. In the spirit. In the spirit. In the spirit. In the spirit, where there are frogs and beds, hateful and unclean beds, that's where you start to clamp down on jumping frogs and hateful beds that are trying to enter you. 
my wife, my wife once told me, she said that when you are sleeping, even you are praying. And sometimes I'll be, I'll be, but my spirit is praying. I'll come to that. I'm talking about how to pray in the spirit. I'm going to show you how to pray in the spirit, to operate there. It's nonsense. I agree, accept. It's not. However, however, in the spirit, he speaketh. I accept that it is nonsense. If I say, Lama Shatalabakalababa, what is Lama Shakatalabalaba? It is nonsense. I don't disagree with it. How, however, how be it in the spirit realm over there, over there, over there, over there. Now, this is serious. One day there was a lady, sit down, sit down. A beautiful lady, she was a pastor's, she was a pastor's wife. And she had been a pastor's wife for 20 years. But she was very beautiful and she was a very good singer. Yeah, this is a true story. She was a very beautiful lady and she was a singer. So one day, she was, she was having her bath. And then she finished having her bath. And this one, the pastor was giving a vision. So he saw her in her room. After she had had her bath, she came to stand in front of the mirror. She had a long mirror like this. So she stood. Wow. And she saw her shape like a Coca-Cola bottle. You know some people, it starts as a Coca bottle. It changes into canned Coke. And it changes. But she had a beautiful shape. And then she said, she said to herself as she was dressing in front of the mirror, you are, you are beautiful. The thoughts came to her, you are beautiful. Look at how beautiful, how nice you are. Look at you have followed this pastor all these 20 years. You have wasted your life. You could have, you could have had a lot of money. You could have had fame. You could have had a good time, a fortune. So many men would like you. Look at beautiful. And in the, in the vision, immediately, as soon as, as soon as those thoughts were coming, he saw there was this creature, either I'm sure it was a bed, sitting there, and the bed was ministering to her. So the thoughts that she was having were not ordinary thoughts. But in, this, in the vision, when the thing was happening, she said, in the name of Jesus, I cast out this bad thought. And it went, it went straight away. Yeah. The second time it came back. She finished bathing again. She was standing. You see how the film star were holding the, taking pictures. Oh, people, girls who like always, looking at yourself, picture, smiling, makeup, doing things. She was looking, she was saying, how nice I am. How beautiful. She was acting. Hey! When the thing came on her shoulder, sit down, sit down, sit down. The second time, she said, Go! And it went. But the third time, she was standing again. Beautiful, beautiful lady, beautiful. And, and you see, the pastor was saying, He said that, you know, there are ladies. He gave this, I didn't go nowhere. He said that all ladies are beautiful, but there are somewhere extra. She was like that. She was sort of extra. And the third time, she, she liked the thoughts. You are beautiful. You are nice. That's, you are nice. You, are, you, are, you, are. you could have had a lot of money. And this time, in the vision, she became like glass. 
And the thing that was on her shoulder moved from the shoulder, sitting on the shoulder, and moved into her head. So he said that her head was like glass, so he could see a black dot move into the head. So it was now in the head. And then, after some time, it moved from here and came down into her heart. Yeah. And you know what she did? Do you know what she did? You know what she did? She left her husband. After 20 years of being a pastor's wife. And she went out. Now this pastor, I happened to come there to preach. I think that was when he had that vision. As he was there, I think those assemblies of God pastors, they had gone to see the woman. Because she was always harassing the husband. So she had gone to see the woman. The pastors had gone to see when, they, when the woman was in the hotel with another man, this was about the fifth person that she was now with. Yeah, fifth after she had left her husband. When they, when they went to the hotel door, this woman came out. She was wearing a nightgown. She was not wearing anything under the nightgown. And the nightgown was open. And she stood up. When the, she opened the door, she saw, she saw the pastor. She stood there like that. She said, let me tell you something. You pastors. This church business Jesus' business and this God thing is enough. I've had enough of it. And I don't want to have anything to do with you, with the church, pastors, pastors' wife, and church, and Jesus, and anything. All of you should go get out to hell. And in the vision, he saw her. The thing descended into her heart, and he saw her die and going to hell because she had given up herself. When she said those words, I don't want to have anything to do with Jesus, that was it. Because Jesus had to die for her the second time after she has been saved once and she has removed Jesus from her heart. Watch out for these animals. They are spiritual. They are in the spirit. They are not just like a plastic bag. They are actual animals. You see them when you see that you can always have to have sex. You always have to have a man. It's moving you. Babylon has become the hold of devils. So many devils in the person. If they are moving, they are stimulating you all the time. They are pushing you. You have to, you have to go to the party. You have to go to a beach party. You have to do this. You, you are moving. Something is pushing you. Pushing you on. Go. 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 That's why the Bible says, build up yourself. Build up yourself. Protect yourself. In the spirit. He says, start operating there. Don't leave it to chance. Don't sit down as a sitting duck. But go there in the spirit realm. You don't know what is happening. You don't know what is happening. Tell them about the horse. The Holy Spirit told me, is telling me right now, tell them about the horse. I'll tell you about the horse and we'll be close. I've told you about the frog. It's a spiritual one. I've told you about the bed. It's spiritual. Let me tell you about the horse. Turn to Revelation. We are ending. Are you there? Revelations, Revelations, Revelations. Yes, chapter 5. Chapter 6. And when I saw the lamb open one of the seals, I saw a horse. Verse 7. When he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see, come and see, come and see. And I looked, behold, a pale horse. A pale horse. Hail. Hmm. <laughs> you see, that is the same word as green. 
It was a green horse. And the name of him that sat on him was death. And hell followed him. And power was given to him. So maybe there is a horse outside your house. It's come to park there with a rider. They've come for you as you are resting. He says, I saw. He said, come and see. The horse. And you see there. Yeah, you are sitting back. You are just in your house snoring. <laughs> Not knowing you are dying tomorrow. Tomorrow, no, you are dying. Because you don't know how to pray in tongues. But you must now know how to get there. And there are things I'm telling you. That's why it's very important for you to be a spiritual person. Spiritual, 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 spiritual. Me, me, I've been to school. I've been, I'm educated. I've been university seven years. In my time, there was only one medical school in Ghana. Only 50 people were taken to medical school every year. 50. I was one of the fifth person in the whole Ghana. I've been to school. I have intelligence up there. I believe in spiritual. I believe there are horses. See that is parked outside. One is waiting for you. Frogs, birds, they're all moving. And you are just sleeping as they are coming. You are sitting dark. So every day, I want, to, I want to hear the tongues coming out from your room. Coming from you. Mama, mama, mama. Ba, 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 ba. Listen, if you think you will ever have a feeling, stop looking at it. When we pray in tongues, we use the watch to know that we are finished. We use the watch to start and we use the watch to end. You look at the time, it's 7 o'clock, I'm praying till 8. If you can't pray for one hour, there's something wrong with you. Jesus said, what? Can you not watch for one hour? Just one hour? Just one hour? After you've received the Holy Spirit and you are praying in tongues, but you can chat with boys for one hour. You can be on your phone for one hour. You can do all so many things for one hour. But you can't pray in the spirit for one hour. There's something wrong with you. Hallelujah. I want to be in the spirit. When I was in medical school, I was doing one of my final exams. Second year. I was the last person before lunch. Pray that you are never the last person before lunch. I was the last man before lunch. Everybody had gone. The lecturers were tired. They were hungry. They wanted to dispose of me quickly. And they wanted to fail me. As I sat there, I started to pray. And I see because with thanks you can pray. Unless I, unless I bring the mic. If you put the mic, I started to pray. Because I couldn't say, Lord, I commit this man sitting over here. Into your hand. I cannot do that because he's examining me. He's trying to fail me to make me repeat. Hey! I started to pray. God saved me and God will save you too. There are spirits. One day I went out of my house and an evil spirit had planned to kill me that day. I think it was the 22nd of December, about two years ago. Yeah. 
I was just at the traffic light. I was waiting. Calmly. Just near my house. And I was there. Then I decided to look in the mirror. Have you seen the new type of keeper tracks? The biggest type. I saw one coming. Full speed. Instead of him to break. We were all parked. I was here. There were cars in front. There were cars. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't go to a level. And I saw him coming. And he was coming. The big yellow type. The ones that CP contracted. Those type of. Top speed. And he came. And I was looking in my mirror. Look, I cannot, I cannot tell you that I saw an angel. But there must have been an angel. Do you know what happened? The tipper track was just directed to the side. So he climbed the cab just to avoid only me. And there was a man standing there. There was a man standing And the tipper track came over him like this, straight. Over him. And I look, I look out of my window. And there the track was. And I remember that scripture said, I'll give men in exchange for you. Wait, wait, wait. And I was thinking, no, Lord, I cannot look. I cannot look. I cannot look. The tipper track passed over the man. And then collapsed on the other side of the highway. When I looked, a man got up from the ground and walked on the ice. Yeah. I was on the phone and I was shaking like this. I know, you can go out and you will not come back. So later on, I met the commander of the police station and I asked him, did you have, and do you remember an accident where a tipper truck turned over, crashed over? I said, yeah. I said, did, any, any, did anybody die? He said, no, nobody died. He said, but there was a man who came. He said the tipper truck passed over him. But we, we, nobody believed him. Nobody believed him. Huge truck passed over him. I saw him coming. So you see, in the morning when you get up, how will you know that today, today be today? Today be today. How will you know? How will you know? How do you know that you are done for? Why don't you open your mouth and say, Yeah, yeah. Praying always in the spirit. In the spirit. It's time to be a prayer warrior in the spirit. Stand on your feet, everybody. Hallelujah. Just put your hand on your heart and say, Lord, I want to be a prayer. I want to know how, I want to pray in the spirit. In the spirit. In the spirit. Father, thank you for the blessing of your word tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. If you are here, I don't know who invited you, but you don't know Jesus Christ as your savior. But you want to be saved today. Yes. Maybe right now there's a horse standing outside your room. With a pale horse ready to take you away. But God is intervening. Through somebody's prayers, you are here today. You can be saved. You can know Jesus as your Savior. If you are here like that, wherever you are, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God today. 
please pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my life. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. Just your right hand up high. God bless you. God bless you. So many hands are going up. Thank you. Thank you. It's a chance to know God. It's a chance to be saved. Thank you. Thank you. I see your hand. I see all your hands. If you've lifted your hand, come to me in the front. Come, come from where you are standing. Amen. Come, come, my friend. Come, you lift up your hand. Come. Stand here. Come. God bless you. Say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Tonight, I give my heart, I give my life, I give my everything to Jesus Christ. Please wash away my sins. Make me a new person. I am sorry for my wicked ways. Today, I open my heart and I receive Jesus Christ into my heart as my Savior and my Lord. Dear God, please write my name in the book of life. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of you. Now, if you are here tonight and you don't have received, you have not received the Holy Spirit and you don't speak in tongues, Lift up your hand right now also. You, you have not received the Holy Spirit and you don't speak in tongues. Come forward also. Just come. It's very important. I want to pray. You have not received the Holy Spirit and you don't speak in tongues. Come. You don't speak in tongues, you have not received the Holy Spirit. Come. To be my blessed Savior. Okay, now let's pray. Father, thank you for all those who have come to receive the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your great power that has been released for these ones to receive the Holy Spirit tonight. We thank you for your blessing today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.